0: You're now tuned into Mike Check White wife.
1: Is that you? Mike <laughs> Check. Mike Check White Waifu. waifu tetra uchiha is that you so we sticking (laughs) with that that's one. we are we have to we have to this is episode the redo of episode 96 of my check waifu waifu as always it's brought to you by little complex make sure y'all go to littlecomplex.com drops has been spectacular over there at When y'all do shop littlecomplex.com make sure you use the offer code waifu or you can find it in your nearest Hot Topic or Spencer's to get some uh, little complex merch. Um, I also want to thank our Patreon producers, <coughs> Monique Williams, Connor, Explicitly, huh? Treasus, and Aaron Brown. Thank y'all so much for supporting this podcast and a bunch of other podcasts on top of it. It means so very much to us. We um We couldn't do this without y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all. All of our Patreon supporters. We just dropped episode forty-nine of the after story podcast on our Patreon. So if you are a Patreon supporter, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Check Check out our bonus podcast. The after story. Real good episode.
2: Real good episode. It was a real good episode. We had a, a good talk. Found out. Um your favorite Floridian is Mm-hmm. A step
1: closer to moving out of Florida mm-hmm. And that one's named H-Town mm-hmm. <laughs> So episode 49 of the app story is up and kicking Um We had to address the elephant in the room obviously There was no episode last week Which was so fucking weird for us And everybody on the timeline Cause we don't ever miss a week Ever Like never Since we started the ever. podcast So Sorry about that For some reason Um a little behind the scenes I should have I should have reset My mixer before we recorded it Because it was uh, on all night And uh, the things we were doing With the mixer Kind of overloaded it uh, Because we did like A nice sub versus dub game That maybe we'll bring back In another episode But we gotta get, let that rest For a couple of weeks Before we go mm-hmm. back into that Um, It was a great topic um, That y'all would never hear <laughs> Which is upsetting Because it was bound to be one of our Favorite episodes Because of that That game we had Um it was quite quite the disappointment i've never been more upset like it could have been any other episode i wouldn't care this one it hurt it hurt but we're here now and we're here to talk about some anime um we watched a lot of good stuff a lot of good stuff this season is uh so far it's not as aggressive as last season was obviously um i don't feel as overwhelmed as i did last season what about you
2: yeah. I feel like definitely got some some sleepers in this season mm-hmm. that we weren't expecting, but y- you're right. Like I thought it was going to be some stuff that was going to really blow me back, that was supposed to blow me back. Mm-hmm. But it's more I feel like more like uh, the ones that we weren't expecting are are hitting really hard. Yeah. Or harder than we expected.
1: Yeah. So some not so much um I wanna start off with one that I watched the first two episodes of. I talked about it a little bit last week and I'm gonna rehash it here because I feel it's necessary. Um the timeline really overhyped the show for us or for me personally and for you too. But I think I'm the only one that watched it, and that's um that's Eden Zero. That shit, uh man, when I tell you it is fucking fairy tale through and through. That shit is fairy tale too, man. And it and it just don't right now it's not feeling good. It's not feeling <laughs> good at all.
2: So funny story about that is um rec- I was recording with Scuba Steve and though no, were the watchers last night. And what I found out is that it's actually supposed to be a prequel to Fairy Tale. Mmm. And to me, in my mind, that just made it that much worse. And I was like, "Why do I dare? Why would I even think about putting my mind to this stuff?"
1: Yeah, no, man. I can I can understand how that is. Uh, yikes! It's that makes it even worse <laughs> because it's it's so it's so samey to fairy tale, like with the female character being the the, the blonde haired chick with the big boobs, wearing the and, same exact clothes, uh, wearing the same exact fucking clothes. Happy the cat being the same exact cat, and you got the main character whose goal is to make as many friends as possible. That shit just, it just, I don't know, I don't know where it gets good. Um, it, it looks kind of cool when they fight a little bit. The, the show is probably his name because the name actually sounds pretty dope. Like, yeah, no, be a it's, a good it's a great name. It's a great name. It's a fantastic name. You're right about that. But is it, Poof. it's, um, It's something else (laughs) And by something else I mean it's just not Interesting at all Not interesting in the slightest Uh, I only watched The first two episodes Because that's all I got I watched it on the site That shall not be named But um, Yeah it's not uh, Not worth the time But I think I'm gonna watch A few more episodes Just Just cause I'm not gonna talk about it Unless something Comes up that is worth Talking about I'm not gonna talk about it But If something does come up That's worth talking about Then I will about you tell anything good bad and different
2: uh i actually don't have anything like bad right now other than the fact that you you don't read my hero yet but at some point if you ever decide to read it bro but uh i want to talk about shadow's house okay which is like i said it's a slice of life and it's such a like innocent sweet wholesome kind of thing but you know in the in the uh the text it says it is a horror mystery slice of life and you kind of see where that horror kind of comes into place this time mm. and it's not it's not big moments um one of the shadows kate uh which is our main character shadow she gets mad and like kind of explodes right so the shadows emit, emit like this soot like ash basically yeah. when they get mad or over emotional and uh, you can see that a lot of how the shadows react is tied to emotion. <clears throat> so she got so mad that there was soot on the ceiling that couldn't be removed. It was like a stone structure almost, right? And it was spiky and jagged. And the living doll, um, Amiko, tries to uh, like clean it off the ceiling because that's her job. Her job is essentially clean up the soot that, the, that Kate creates. Um, that's What's it, this it about again? It's a slice of life.
1: Oh, it's just it's, a normal slice no, of life. There's,
2: yeah, there's no real structure to it yet, but I can see where it's going.
1: Um, and you said last week, you said it was uh, it's, it's something about shadows. What was that again?
2: Yeah, so it's called Shadow's House. Uh-huh. And how it begins, basically, is the main character, Kate, is a shadow. Okay, She's just pitch black. She wears clothes. Um, she makes a living doll. Who okay. serves all of her needs? Her living doll serves her. Okay, that's why so, I was wanting to refresh yeah. that. <laughs> but basically, this week they show those horror t- um, contents, and what they, what one of the things that was said that really caught my eye was that she comes across um, this other shadow, and her living doll, or what seems like a human to us, comes up. And as the, the shadow is talking, because the shadows don't have a face that you can see, mm. um, the human or living doll is mimicking everything she's doing. So, like, you see them kind of moving in sync and talking. And the, it, it kind of, she says that the living dolls are not allowed to speak in front of the shadows, but El Miko does on accident. Mm. And she knows this rule because she wasn't taught that rule. And she says, this little transgression will be overseen. You're lucky it was me and not grandfather. And that goes to show there is some kind of overarching, like something wrong here. Right. Like these living dolls don't have free true... will. Yeah. Uh, even though some of them seem very happy to be there. Uh, I'm interested to see, like, if it actually gets super dark or what's going to happen but i feel like that was the first step into like oh this is super fun cute and playful to oh this is super fun cute and playful but wait there's a twist there's some there's some shit that's going to happen yeah i'm ready to see it though cuz it it is like the art style to me is very artsy beautiful i love the the closure of the characters i'm just super interested
1: in it one of the one of the shows for me like speaking of the slice of life Tag. One of the shows is more interesting to me as a slice of life is this um is this uh Haji hero. Uh after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. I talked about it last week, but for those of you that don't know, it's about a a, a 27-year-old salary man who uh comes home from after being essentially rejected by his 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 work crush. Uh comes home drunk and sees this girl sitting under a lamppost who's essentially homeless. She has nowhere to go. He meets with her, he's drunk. He's like, yo, I can't I can't just leave this girl um, you know, under this lamppost homeless after I saw her because I'm a good fucking guy. Yeah. He takes her in and come to find out that she's like she ran away from home. Um and she tried to pay for, you know, him for for her living with him by sexual services and he's like not down for that shit. So essentially mm-hmm. it's a story about these two that are that came together through unfortunate circumstances. And he's basically giving her a place to live until she decides to go back home. But um what he's he's doing is he's teaching her the value of her life, essentially. Like trying to tell her, trying to show her how much her life is actually worth because she treats it like complete and other shit. Like she she would try to sleep with whoever she can just to pay for, you know whatever she can to survive. And, and it's a, it's a real fucking adorable story because the main character is fucking incredible. Like he's one of those, I'm going to say whatever main characters that, that is super, like just super cool. Not, not a, um not like this, this, uh what's the word I'm looking for? This cagey main character that you don't want to deal with or don't want to talk to for too long. And, don't understand women who don't understand like how life works he's he's right he's the adult that we all are right like and it's it's I like it a lot man I like this story a lot uh I know it's I like gotta be f-
2: an actual adult in a show you know yeah,
1: exactly I got a feeling that it's gonna end up being some um uh, them falling in love with each other which I still, which still don't sit right with me because she's seventeen, he's twenty seven. But the age of consent in Japan is like sixteen or some ridiculous shit like that. Either way, either way, cultural differences aside, it still feels weird to me with him being ten years older. Um, but uh, I I'm still I'm still interested to see where it's gonna go because I, I like it a lot. I like his growth already. Like he's experiencing some situations to where um. After being rejected by his work crush, she asks him out for dinner in the second episode. And they go to dinner and she basically asks, Hey, are you like seeing somebody? He's like, Well, why would you give a fuck? I mean, he almost says exactly that. Like, why why would you care? <laughs> because you you rejected me. So why are you asking me these questions? She's like, Well, because we, I literally just talked to you two days ago and for you to be over me that quickly kind of made me feel something. And he's like, yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to
2: go too far into this topic, but it almost reminds me of that narcissist conversation we had yesterday. Oh yeah. The after story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it, it does kind of, but it, it was just because he was, his, his clothes was ironed, which was unusual for him. He shaved daily, which was also unusual for him. He shaved every other day. His clothes was never really ironed, but it's because the teenage girl is at his house doing chores basically to pay for her, her, her stay. At his place So It's it's a It's a nice little dynamic in, in which Like his best friend at work Is like Yo You you gotta be careful man You gonna You might end up Falling in love with this girl And he's just like Nah I'm not I'm not No no way I only like Older women with big titties Is what he says <laughs> And It's legit It's legit A great main character He might be in my top 10 main characters By the end of this Hopefully Really He's that good He's that good Not
2: as good as Hachiman though
1: No Not yet
2: let me know if he gets there. I will. I do. I am shook <laughs> in that moment for it. how you mind? Go. So, I know you want to talk about, well, I don't know if you're ready to talk about it yet, but I know you want to talk about Seven Nights Revolution. Yeah. And, you feel like it's under, under appraised, like people not giving it the love it deserves.
1: It has a 61 on Annie list. Way better than a sixty-one. Now the animation isn't that great. There's very stiff, like movements when it comes to their fighting, but it's a beautiful show. Like it looks good. It kind of slightly has this art, the art style of um, *Jabba's Reincarnation*. Not as good, but it kind of slightly has that like drawn on the page kind of look, which looks sweet. The story is super intriguing. Like I don't, I don't understand what's going on with these, uh, what they call them. Physis. yeah physis. I don't understand what's going on with that in, in this world in general yet but I don't think we're supposed to because this world is already established and, and
2: we'll, we'll learn as the character kind of and develops.
1: we learn as the character learns. so it's one of those situations to where the main character learns something and it it gets passed down to us through that way because the character is like a essentially a country bumpkin going to school in this new um in this new you know night school or whatever it's called um, but essentially, for those of you that don't know, uh, it's about, what is it? How, how can you describe this? It's a- <laughs>
2: uh, I would say, think of it like almost like what a regular magical high school, but yes, not quite that same. It's these, the, the kids or the people in this world gain powers through past heroes from a goddess. The goddess will grant them their powers um, mm-hmm. that way. Um and it's almost like Shaman on your, Yeah, yeah, it's very similar to that. But uh, you talk to the the hero you you that possesses you, and that's how you gain your power. Um, I think in this latest episode we got a cool concept too. And I was like, this is episode three. Yeah, it propelled. Uh, it propelled a little bit better for me. It made me feel as if, as if this is like definitely better than like definitely better than the sixty one. Right. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I'm surprised by season I didn't even know that, that was the ranking until you just said that. And I had to look at it. I was like, "Wow, really?" Um, do you want to talk
1: about this episode a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. So this episode, uh, our main character is essentially a guy who gets a hold of a of a hero who's like it's this super mysterious yet super strong hero that uh, a few people know about so far like a few people know about this hero but not everybody does and he's like coming to terms with it he's new to the school who basically teaches them how to use their hero powers which i that part i kind of don't understand because not everybody have had these contracts with these heroes but yet they go Mm -hmm. to this hero school so that's a little confusing because only what seven people has it
2: well no what they established that many people have heroes, but, um, not everyone has the strongest ones, right? Like it's it's all based on your connection. And the reason he is special is because of how he formed his connection without Without any prior training.
1: That's right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So they did it. They did establish that. I just forgot, but I mean, it's so cool to, to, um, see them, see him, the main character, Nemo come to terms with his, his power more and more each episode, I feel like um, next episode might get to the shit a little bit mm-hmm. when it comes to his ability because he's, um, he's essentially dreaming of, of a, of an event. It looks like that yeah, kind of like determines on what his hero is and who he is and what he's about. And the print, what's her name? The, the president of the school of, of yeah. uh, Freya. She seems to know a little bit more about his power than he does too. That's why she's keeping a close eye on him. But the show is super interesting, man.
2: What, what I think the reason I like Nemo is because I think this might be a similar reason for you too. I'm not exactly sure, but the reason I like the main character in the show is because he challenges what they already have as like a status quo. So they're like, we have like in this episode, um, one of the seven nights, um, who actually found out is a prince of another country. Um, his name is Jave, right? Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he uh, we find out that you know he feels inadequate because not even necessarily inadequate, but he does have a lot of pressure the on pressure, him to yep. be the best because yep. he's a he's a prince. Every as soon as he got this power, everyone's like, "Save us!" Yep. And he's now with the Seven Knights, and he he's constantly worried about being um a burden to them and certain certain little things can set that off and he's like putting in his power and we find out that when you use too much power or overcompensate with the power that you can be possessed by it not necessarily your your spirit or your hero but you actually get possessed by the power itself and right. it consumes you right and he's stuck in this like meat suit of like his overall power and uh, they start trying to fight it. And they're, they're thinking in their mind is that when this happens to people, we don't have a choice but to kill them, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, you know, they, they took it to 100
1: real quick. And, they, and they established that, like, early in the show, like, yo, we if we can't save everybody, we'll, we'll, we're will we'll willing to risk our own life to save more people. But Nemo's mm-hmm. not having that shit. <laughs> He's like, yo.
2: Well, like Let's save every life. Right. You know? does so jive's job is to save everyone's life but his life isn't supposed to matter to him and he doesn't you know he doesn't vibe with that and he gave that same energy in the beginning True. when when Faria or or freya when she was fighting and was about to sacrifice her life he was like not really with it and that's why i think he got his specific spirit is because uh or his specific heroes because he had that same energy you know he doesn't want to sacrifice anybody right uh and and the weird thing is, is that I think actually, like, because his specific spirit's power doesn't seem particularly strong, it just seems more like, uh, helpful, right? And, handy. Uh, handy. and <laughs> it, it's I see what you did there. Use one hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> true.
2: But uh, you know, I I do I do like it because it seems that the more his conviction grows, the more like because we saw that he had, he was basically almost fully suited up, right? at the end of this episode. So uh that was a cool concept to me that like he's showing more conviction so he's getting more of that power kind of kinda leaking and seeping through.
1: Yeah. This show's gonna fall under the same category as Asterix War, uh you know, what's your shit called? Sharia Fell Knight. Sharia Fell Night, your regular high school. It's gonna fall in that category to where it always Those shows always get these mid-tier ratings. And I'm not not saying the word mid. I'm saying mid-tier, like, 60s, early, like, high 70s. They always get those ratings and fall in these categories that don't get viewed too often, but are, like, really good shows. And They deserve more. They deserve more. There are some trash in that, that too. Like, that Dragon (coughs) NAR Academy shit that I watched that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. That shit's (coughs) awful. There are some trash like that, but a lot of these are severely slept on and that's gonna lead to the first uh i guess twitter question um it kind of goes hand in hand with two questions and i'm gonna, and i'm gonna i'm gonna just start off with this one first this one comes from uh uh her ad name is at crunk uh at crunk cone or crunk k one i whichever way that's said but i'm'm I'm probably getting that wrong but she says that what uh, anime genre do you think is underrated and which do you think is overrated? I don't even know what to call this genre because it's like, it's not even anything specific, but this type of anime. It's feel- called Henshin. Oh, okay. There is a name for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So th- that I feel like is one of the most underrated genres for sure.
2: I... I'm going to wholeheartedly agree with you because I would, I would like more series like this that are actually really good. I would love a season two, to ship of night. I would love Thanks. more of Asterix war. Mm-hmm. I need to know what happens in the end. I'm going to need to know if he find a sister and all that stuff. Right. I want more. Right. Um, so yeah, I agree that this genre is very slept on. And I don't even think people even know what that name is. Me right. Either.
1: That's the first time and I, I, I have heard
2: it being I, called. I either. literally just found it. Cause it, <laughs> it literally, if you scroll down Henshin prominently features characters or costume transformations with often, often great special abilities.
1: Yeah. That's, that's exactly that category. And like, and <laughs> it, it, it kind of follows the same trope. They go to a school and where they try their best to exceed or, you know, and, with a little bit of romance in it. Like, yeah. I, I we, like it,
2: man. The funny thing is, we get so many is that this, we get so many Izekai's every season yeah. that like, this trope isn't bad. It just needs, I guess, it needs that one that really stands out. And that's, I technically, I guess that's a regular high school, yep. but it needs more of them of that quality that stand out and kind of make this really pop.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because not a lot of them do. You could tell because that genre specifically even um what's that the fruit of verazia that i talked about a, f- a few weeks ago that's another one of those mm-hmm. i feel like those get um i don't know they get categorized uh poorly because of i guess sometimes or a lot of the times it features like harem-esque shit and mm-hmm. not a lot of people like harem actually didn't we just watched one too that was in this category it was the
2: the guy who had the fight, they were the, the guy and the girl who were fighting against each other. This is another one of those. Which one the, is that? The one? wizard mage lady. And she had this the tattoo. You know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't. Um,
2: you do know what I'm talking about? Cause they were you you really liked it. You was rocking with it hard. Uh I can it. He he had the swords, one of them that reflected the magic power, and she was from another kingdom when they would meet in a neutral city
1: that's right oh fuck what is it called it's the, same kind
2: of, it's the same kind of like yes. setup is what I'm saying yes and they need to they, these these need to hit more that's all I'm saying they need but, to they need to have one with like uh, but they Matt do Mercer and like a bunch of like really dope voice yeah, actors yeah. or something they do
1: hit to like really make it pop they do hit the problem is it's just it's just low they're, profile yeah so low profile Super underrated genre um, Overrated genre obviously is going to be the typical Shonen-esque Like um, motherfucking, uh, Eden Zero, Fairy tale. Even One Piece Those are super overrated um, I, I, I would say that Slice of Life Is uh, overrated but it's not I think it's properly no. rated uh, Slice of no, Life it get a lot like of love Yeah It definitely gets a lot of love It's my favorite genre
2: yeah, I, I also think that slice of life. People need to take in consideration that other there are other types of slice of life. It doesn't always have to be like romance kind of slice of life. Like exactly. The shadow house slice of life to me is really hitting, and it's because it's like a a horror as
1: slice of life. But that's like and what you what you describing to me is more supernatural, right? Because like gotta,
2: you got to watch it though, because it but, really is very really like day to day stuff.
1: But you but it's a shadow, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's that super supernatural. You got to watch it. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. I, I did not see it. Um, What else is the genre is overrated? Um,
2: I would say, I mean, we said Shonen, but I guess a lot of it to me would just be more like battle Shonen because I mean, yeah. Shonen isn't specifically always going to be battle. It's true. But the battle Shonen category to me is just super saturated. Um, I mean, it's not to say that the ones that come out that are really good aren't really good like obviously JJK is a masterpiece so far mm-hmm. um, even My Hero Academia is really good Naruto, Bleach mm-hmm. um, One Piece, I, I like them but there are so many of them that it's hard to say that it's not an oversaturated and sometimes
1: overrated category in in general Facts, like the border toes and, and shit that don't Yeah, they could have held that Yeah, facts uh, Yeah, um underrated horror it could be but it's not really much
2: no there's way not a lot could. of really good horror yeah like that damn damn skyscraper shit was <sighs>
1: <laughs> uh boy yeah, it's rough it's rough i think supernatural slept on like the
3: the steins gate
2: I love supernatural. I love scientific stuff. um yeah, Stein'sgate. I, I wish I had seen it sooner. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: it's fantastic. I love the show so much. I love it too much. Um all right, thanks for that question. Uh, we appreciate you so much for asking. That's the first time she has, she's asked a question, so we appreciate we you. We appreciate you so very much. um let's go to some more questions, shall we? But before we go into another question, though, uh, another show that I just I, I got to talk about that Dead Nagatoro Nagatoro shit, man. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I found this out on the timeline that that manga is extremely popular and people love the show. The you one know, where people, you said like, like the bully girl. Yeah, people love the manga, but the show is like <clears> not doing so well. And um, I get the like I don't for something I don't like this whole. Like I said this last week on 96, we recorded proper. It's about this girl who's essentially an underclassman to this second year who is who is a, I I guess you can call him a nerd. Um, He's drawing his own manga. He's trying to do something with that. Just living his own life, just minding his own goddamn business. And he meets this first year who come across his manga and begins to tease him aggressively like aggressively tease this guy and it's the worst like it's just she she hits him she fucking pushes him like all kinds of just, just shit like he, where he's just like yo I'm chilling like leave me like why why are you bothering me <laughs> like it and you could tell it's one of those situations to where you remember being in the 5th grade having a crush on a really pretty girl in the 5th grade and you would do some mean shit to her like it's it's that kind of that kind of show. And I mean, I get it. You don't really see that much in shows. To be honest, when I was a little kid, I think I was in the the third grade. I'll never forget it. There was this girl that I did like that. I used to like say mean stuff to like, and it wasn't because it was, it was because I liked her and that's all this is. And it's so fucking just, it's a terrible show, man. It's, it's not, I guess I wouldn't say terrible because I, I'm interested in watching it, but I just can't stand her as a character like she's the worst so, character
2: i think we actually did talk about this a little bit and it's the reason why you said you don't want to really like read too much manga because the, the delivery is different yes and you could read a manga and absolutely love it and but the anime will deliver it different and the anime can deliver some things really well like i'll, I'll talk about it later when we get to the my hero academia part Where, like, the manga may drop the ball, but the manga may deliver it better sometimes because of how short, clean, and concise it can be versus, Mm -hmm. like, how drawn out the anime has to be to kind of keep certain parallels and lines going. So, uh, I mean, I really agree with that. That's probably why the manga is doing better because it doesn't seem so drawn out and so, so I guess, malicious even.
1: Yeah, it's very... And it's like, the manga, she's so fucking annoying, dude. She's just ugh just one of those characters I just hate um your least favorite yeah yeah there is uh we we have to talk about Tokyo Revengers man
2: oh yeah I didn't I thought we was gonna talk about that at the end of the episode with spoilers oh you wanna, spoilers. you wanna go
1: full spoilers we can we can yeah let's
2: do that. It, cause Tokyo Revengers I feel like it's gonna be our our week to week one of our week to weeks alongside uh possibly looking like Vivi
0: <laughs> that shit is <laughs>
2: Crazy man Okay Alright you're right You're right uh, Y'all yeah, know Polo and my brother We be reading each other's minds sometimes
1: That shit is so good Okay um, Let's go to some more questions here then Before we Go to break And, and start spoiling some shit Alright we got some good questions here As always Whenever we throw out the The flyer <laughs> Shout out to Underscore uh, Rob J He says Why is so leveling so good I got 10 chapters left Before I'm completely caught up man who you tell wait
2: till you catch up to the latest chapters
1: it's bro <laughs> oh Jin Woo boy. the beginning
2: the beginning of the month we doing our, our we gonna do the uh, the talk yeah oh yeah we supposed to do we supposed to do we supposed to do that once a month where we talk about you know the current solo leveling and it's time so Jin, <laughs> that man is a monster bro
1: <laughs> so I brought up that question to also bring up Uh, I, I, it's gonna be I shit let me see if I can find his ad real quick. I brought up Solo Leveling, his Rob J questions first because I wanted to go to the homie uh, Lobo at Lobo five a bunch of numbers. He's barely on Twitter, but he says he never he never writes in Twitter. But he had to to share. Um, he had to ask something of us, and I'm going to it specifically. He says. There it is. He says, I've been listening to you guys for a while now. Um, and this is the first time of, of me leaving a comment. I love whenever you guys start reading solo leveling, but y'all need to read overgeared. It's so mm-hmm. good. Um, and it's the same artist as uh solo leveling, which is super clear. Like we you can, can, definitely like, tell. You can definitely tell. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Um it's wild. so he, he gave us the link so we can read it. Um we only read three trap chapters so far just to get a little just to dip our toe in it. But I did want to talk about that before we moved on to more questions. Um, what did you think about the first three chapters of Overgear? Um, super samey esque, like. Yes,
2: but also like, here is what it does: extremely different. <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. I knew he was going uh, to get into that shit.
2: It doesn't. He doesn't seem battle oriented at all, right? Yes. Like he he did fight, and like I thought the way they portrayed it initially in like those first few chapters is almost like he was talking to like another character, Mm -hmm. but it was an NPC. And I I do really like the whole build of this, right? Because this is an actual game. This isn't like they're in, uh, they're like, this world is taken over by these, this thing. This is an actual game. And it seems like real life currency is affected a lot by this actual game. And I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, me too. I I like the fact that the main character... Well, I don't like the fact... I think it's interesting that the main character is super addicted to this game. Uh, He blows a bunch of fucking money. Like, it's super hyper-realistic when it comes to that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's super interesting because he's known to be a super average dude, below average worker, who's just earning money just so he can pay for the game. Um, But he comes across uh, this quest that it quote unquote essentially stumbles upon um, that leads to this super rare item which is a class change and (laughs) he tries to uh, he he recovers this this, this quest item and the quest gets upgraded to a double S tier quest which means that it's an extremely hard quest now Um, and the only way he can escape is if he can find a way to uh, beat all the people (laughs) I don't want to go uh i don't want to spoil that too much because that that, shit was fucking hilarious when i read it
2: (laughs) yeah that first chapter though bro like where it kind of it kind of shows him like they're getting ready to fight this super overpowered boss (laughs) and like he walks in and he just completely cloaked out and they're like oh we can't tell what kind of armor he has he must be a newbie yeah like clearly he can make dope stuff like he clearly made a cloak that can block any kind of perception on him, and
1: or that he gets, or maybe his his level was just really low because you saw what happened. That, that's true too.
2: <laughs> but he goes in and he just starts mining, and the boss is like blasting him, yeah. blasting his ass though, and he's just standing there. They like he's unscathed. Oh, that's because it's the the armor's it's the items
1: effect, yep. and then <laughs> like, it just goes on, right bro. back to mining town. minerals yeah. in, the boss, in the boss level because it don't even matter yeah because he said that's the only way he for him to get that mineral is if that boss is there it's super interesting um essentially he's a blacksmith i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say much more than that read it with us we're probably going to talk about this uh a lot more when we, when we read a little bit further but <laughs> it's super interesting man overgeared I agree f- you can find it on Reaper scans I'm definitely going to keep reading it because I do want to see what the fuck this is going to be super super interesting. what
2: intriguing. is it 70
1: chapters too yep it's only 70 chapters right now so it's not too much too hard of a read Um, knowing me I'll probably blow through that in like a day <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm glad you gave us that little bow I appreciate it man that's a good one that was a good recommendation we're going to continue to talk about that I'm probably going to talk about it more next week when I read some more chapters uh, how
2: how far you want to go? You wanna get uh you wanna go halfway through it?
1: Hit uh what, 35, 40? Let's do 35. Bet. I'm down with that. All right, so back to the questions. Uh and I underscore Rob J says not a question, but Netflix is really dropping the ball on anime as, as of late. The way they did House Husband joint was funny, but I couldn't get past the weird animation. <sighs> Hear me out
2: yes that that animation shit is kind of wild but it's really really funny (laughs) the way of a house husband is the funniest shit i've watched or read because i read the whole manga um all the way caught up on it and bro (laughs) that shit is hilarious like (sighs) tatsu Tatsu is a god, bro. And it's like, like, look, and I might be funny to me because I'm about to be a house husband. <laughs> but also, like, dude is a Yakuza boss. And, like, he's Tatsu the Immortal. And, like, everyone knows him as this. And he's working super hard to get into, like, the ladies' neighborhood group. Talking about some we going out collecting collecting the um your neighborhood funds because we plant the trees and cut the grass and shit like that for the entire neighborhood. He pulled he up on the mafia and like, hey yo, look, uh, it's time to collect or pay your dues. And they was like, Do you know where you are? He's like, Yeah, I know where I am. Do y'all know where y'all at? We the ones who cut the grass and trim and every short and make sure that there's no dog poop in front of your yard. And it was like, He looked at him and looked over, and was like, Hey, yo, you got five hundred yen? Money. <laughs>
0: I'm like Yes, bro. Run in
2: pockets. Run. I'm like, I love this shit, bro. It's it's honestly uh, because of how funny it is. I would will be willing, like, I I'd be willing to get that shit a ten because I feel like, and I'm not saying I'm not saying like if it was just pure comedy, like it's pure entertainment, bro.
1: So it's on Netflix. Like,
2: it's on Netflix. Okay. The the manga I'd be willing to give like a high key a ten because okay. of like the artwork is amazing. The anime because of how it's done, and you'll see it's basically like they took the the chapters out of the manga and then colored them. But it still has motion, like some motion. Like the motion is like oh. he's putting, he's putting money into the vending machine, and then he moves. But like you don't see him moving; you see money in the vending see. machine. Next scene is his arm is back, and then he turns. I see. That's the next thing. But it's really not that bad when you realize that it's literally just comedy. It it's fucking comedy gold.
1: I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, I'm 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 down to watch that. Um Hey, at S-S-K-O-T-P He hit us up and says with two questions. He says, uh Damn, <laughs> yeah, do I want to Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Slice spoilers for AOT. Okay.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Uh would you activate the rumbling? What would I do it? Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, one hundred percent. Um Would I activate the rumbling? This green juice is the worst. <laughs> uh
1: yes. Cause there's no other way. That's all I'm saying.
2: I mean, I will say the one thing is about that is yes, I would activate the rumbling, okay. but I do think that there were different ways to go about yes. this so that it yes. didn't turn out like how it did. Like, I don't mind necessarily the characters who remained. What I do mind is how they were perceived by the world after what right. you did. That's exactly and how at. you could have altered that a bit. hmm but yeah, that's oh, it.
1: don't we gotta re-record like our our conversation about that too?
2: Yeah, because I don't think we actually ever really went in on AOT because that chapter didn't go out or that yeah
1: yeah that, that episode didn't go out. Okay, all right. So uh, second half of the show, stick around. We'll we'll talk our full thoughts on on the AOT final chapter like we did last week, but we will do it this week again. Um. Okay. And then uh, SSKOTP also asked, what anime would you uh. Want to be a guest on the podcast? What a fucking great question! Uh, what anime character would you want to be a guest on the podcast? You first. <clears throat> um, no anime character sheet. I think I will have an interesting conversation with uh with um ah oh, fuck.
3: Dude, this is hard, man. That's a good. That's a
1: good question. Uh, uh, I have an idea. I think we'll have a good conversation with um, Ocarine. I thought she was gonna say that. Yeah, from well, ice skate.
3: Yeah. Hold on. Let me. to refresh this
2: real quick. Cause. The character I choose is good. Why can't I think of his name? He is from. I just want to talk about his life. Kanata. And I, I thought I knew his fucking name. Kanata from Astral Lost in Space. Yeah, yeah. Boy. Dude, was, I would love funny. to talk to him. I just heard of Astral Lost in Space, too. That's crazy. Yeah, but because he would have, he would be able to talk about the whole experience, right? Yes. So, to me, I would love to, to talk about that experience and then just like, okay, well, I mean, now that everything is good and y'all done traveled back into space and stuff, how's life been going, you know? like, yeah. You know, what's your favorite anime, bro?
1: Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, give me Hyrule Hero, bro, from Grim Guard, Fantasy, and Ash. hmm His inner monologue in Grim Guard is some of the best. Uh, Obviously... He's been through a lot And I wanna know <laughs> How How does he How's his mental You know How's
2: how he holding up
1: Yeah You know God I wish that It was still going man <sighs> Good question man Those are really good questions <clears throat> We got a uh, Scuba Steve Scuba Steve says uh, What do you say Something ridiculous some about a question I think we already answered before But it all feels good to be back." What Western comic as an what Western comic as an anime would you would like to see? I think we answered this already. We did, but let's just do, let's just throw another one out there. All right. He said, "We can't no, use Spider Man." No he would say my favorite superhero, but he won't say yours. He wouldn't say Iron Man. <laughs>
2: I'm not gonna do Iron Man though. No. <laughs> he did say Spider Man. You got to understand, Spider Man is also my second favorite hero. Did me dirty.
1: um uh i'm choosing sonic the hedgehog still so weird to me it's just such a huge you've always been such a huge fan of sonic and i never understood it
2: have you ever seen scourge the hedgehog bro
1: i've never been interested the green menace come on man. the only sonic thing i was ever interested in was sonic adventures for the uh the child's bro chaos
2: that that was amazing they literally the child no they literally should have just made that game a game a separate game yes
1: (laughs) that was the best part other than that sonic was super below average um comic
3: uh i'll take um
1: I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not really a, a big Western comic guy, to be honest. You've been watching Invincible? No, I have not. I'm waiting until it's done. Yeah, I can see that. It's kind of... Just like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm waiting until it's done, too. I've seen the first episode of that, but... Yeah, I watched the first episode of that, too. I, uh, I don't know. Everybody hyping up Bucky,
2: and I'm just not... I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> I I've never been a a Bucky fan. No, like I, I just never had me either.
1: Me either. He's never been special in any any comment.
2: I, I I saw that clip when um the Wakandan soldiers took his arm off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bro, go, go ahead and hold that L. Them women are way too strong. Yeah, he crazy. He
1: crazy if he thought he was gonna do something more. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't really. I have too many western western comics under my belt I guess uh, the Venom. That I was going to say, you can do Venom and Carnage. Yeah, Venom and Carnage will be my my go my go to. I feel like that's cheating because they they kind of revolve around the Spider-Man realm too, but fuck it, I'm going to cheat. Venom just killed uh
2: the the King in Black and became the strongest Marvel hero ever, so you good. <laughs>
1: okay. Cool, I guess. Uh this is okay. Lot of, I know we have some pandas. We got. We got some. We got a lot of more questions, actually. Let's go. Shanti says, "What's an anime?" Oh, well, let me let me properly give her her shout out. At, it's me, Shanti. Shout out to Shanti. She's awesome. Um, what's an anime that was so trash that you turned it off during the first episode and never looked back?
3: <laughs> mm, that's another great question. The issue is I know it a lot. Really?
1: For me, that's hard for me to do. Cause I always like to give stuff more than one chance, you know? Like a fucking 150-some episodes of Fairy Tale, 130 some episodes of Black Clover. Fucking I don't I don't know. What else trash did I watch? I watched a lot of trash, just a plunderer. I watched like seven episodes of that. That shit was awful. Yeah. Oh, uh, got I, I guess that would be it. Plunderers. Gigabit for me. <clears throat> guy, guy, go bite. Gig beat. Whatever that shit is called. That Abe watched all of it. He's fucking weird. That
2: the the Netflix thing? No, no. no. The one that was the crunchy. Really bad, roll,
1: I, the Crunchyroll exclusive yeah. joint. G- Gibiot, G- Ghibli- yep, Gibiot, Gigabit, some shit like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know exactly yeah, what, know what I'm talking about. I turned that shit. After that first episode, I'm like, yeah, never, ever, 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 ever watching that shit again.
2: Um, I I remember you talking about that as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. Uh, it would have been Inuyasha if it didn't come on every night as a kid. True. We ain't have a
1: choice but to watch that shit. <laughs> Not a goddamn choice, and you know it's just awful. Uh, kid, the pro from a uh, Chaotic Culture podcast. Shout out to them. We appreciate you. Wrote in and said, "What's an unpopular or over hated anime that you actually enjoyed?" Uh, shout out to Aaron Brown. Uh, when this question came up, I, I thought about him because he he loves fairy tale. <laughs> uh, that's my boy. He knows it's hated, but he loves it. Uh, Darling and the Franks, um, it's something I enjoy, but it is definitely overheated. It's terrible, it's a terrible show. I enjoyed it just for uh, zero two, but it's an
2: awful yeah. show. That show is so bad. Zero Two is also the most mature character in that
1: show. Facts, facts. She made the most logical sense.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um.
2: What show do I like that motherfuckers don't like?
1: I think for some reason. Now, this is a very popular show. So this, I guess, doesn't qualify for this question. But I feel like Naruto gets so much fucking hate.
2: That's because it's so mainstream. Anything mainstream gets hate.
1: That's true. Good point. And anything mainstream gets hate uh, I know there's a lot more hate for
2: it though than most yeah I don't, I don't understand why I do understand why Why you would hate Naruto because of Boruto like he shouldn't have never made that kid I'm, I'm just joking <laughs> you
1: know, I'm with that I'm <laughs> with that, <laughs> I'm with that. <laughs> I'm just, oh shit. man that was mean
2: <laughs> um, I don't know I gotta I gotta, I gotta uh, Goblin Slayer maybe does that get no that has
1: a huge fan base,
2: I, though. I've heard quite a few people say Goblin Slayer is bad. It they is just, bad. They were just saying it was bad on um, Anime After Dark with uh the anime podcast and Worst Gen podcast.
1: It's not good, and but...
2: I enjoyed it because of the references to, to Dungeons & Dragons. That's right. That's right. We, we talked
1: about this. Yeah, we talked about this. That show was awful, though. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I get it.
2: I, Dude, I enjoyed it, except it is, for the, the rapey bits.
1: It has no no qualifying like redeeming qualities to it at all as i, I would
2: i would watch it a second time
1: you're the worst um third time all right well let's get to another question before i shut off the podcast <laughs> this question <laughs> comes from <laughs> uh, panda, panda 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 herself she says uh if you she has a lot of questions of course as always if you could have any ability in anime, what would it be?
2: Um, if I could have any ability in anime, I would have Itoshira from Shiver Fell Night, where basically he sacrifices his senses and strength to gain speed, power, whatever he needs at that moment.
1: Mm-hmm. What is the healthiest anime couple and the most toxic anime couple? Healthiest anime couple for me is uh uh fuck. Why can't I think of any of their names right now? And it's my favorite anime. One of my favorite anime of all time. Uh, From Clannad, obviously.
3: Mm Hmm. There it
1: is. Uh, yeah, there it is. Tamoya and, and Nazika, not not Nazika, of course. That's the healthiest relationship. Their love was pure, and I enjoyed that. And the most toxic relationship.
2: Uh, my most pure relationship would be, um, Hachimon
1: Yukino and, uh, Yui. No way you would call that oh. pure. No way you can call that pure. That's not fucking pure. Ain't nothing pure. They peer. love each other. Ain't nothing Our pure about it.
2: love each other.
1: It's not pure though. That's okay, toxic. Well, most, most, that wasn't toxic. <laughs> <It> was toxic. <laughs> they love as each other. It was so they fucking.
2: understanding. Nah, bro. No, 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 that's, no. no, no. That that's was, my. No, I, mean, the, I ain't doing that.
1: The entire show was based that's off that. No, the, the entire show was based off the toxicity <laughs> of that relationship, of that dynamic, of that friendship becoming more than friends. In a sense, where they both don't know what to do because they both love each. It's it's so it's so well, toxic. I don't,
2: I don't know very many healthy relationships in anime. So <laughs> that's the most pure one that I know. Don't <laughs> oh. you know, let me have this shit. That's the one. That is wow. That is rough because that's not pure. It's it's Chowder and his girlfriend or his the one that he says you're not my girlfriend, bro.
1: You watched your line, April. <laughs> You watched, you read Mission Yosakura Family. Nope. Yep. First of all, what? You, you didn't watch that.
2: Did You're lying April?
1: Yeah. <sighs> no, she gave him too much trauma. You seen Your Name? You watched Your Name?
2: Nope. I, I like this one better. Mm. Interesting. I interesting. like Hachimon more than... It- Hachimon's one of my favorite He's one of the best characters. He's
1: one of the best characters In any anime ever I know this mm. But that mm. relationship Was not pure Nothing about it was pure it was Love pure. is pure Yeah Alright What's the most toxic relationship In anime then Polo That one That is one of the most toxic Yeah it is It is bro It is totally no. Toxic is like Kaguya-sama love is war That's not toxic
2: are what? <laughs> that's very <laughs> toxic. That's
1: very, very, very toxic. That's one of the most toxic relationships what ever. Like, what are you saying? They literally don't want to tell each other that they like each other for pure sport, basically. Yeah, that's just that's just torture. That's fucking beyond toxic. It's torture. It would be and Kagome. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Sit, boy. Come on, bro. Don't you ever? You about to catch this Iron Reaper Soul Stealer? Hey, I'm 150 <laughs> years old. You 14. You telling me to sit? All Gotta right. <laughs> get your ass about it. Okay. Let's get that's out of this actually, question. That's that's wild. <laughs> what is uh, an anime that scared you? Uh, scared the shit out of you, uh, and or at least giving you chills. An anime that scared you or at least giving you chills. This is still still crazy. to this day. Paranoia Agent. Yes, 100 paranoia agent is one of the most
2: a lot of it wasn't even like it's the, the music anime. It, it it's was the like, scenes it, yeah so like when they zoom in on um, zoom in on them and it, you get that angle mm-hmm. that kind of like just get you chills yeah. I'm getting chills thinking about it right yeah. now
1: that music too bro that music <laughs> yeah. I will never forget that sound I used to hear yeah. it in my sleep when it used to come on, like fucking. And just seeing mean. that
2: bat, like Little Slugger's bat with, yeah. the, with the dent in it already.
1: I agree Ugh. with this 100 fucking percent, dude.
2: 100%. And it's probably, it's not even the worst like horror anime, but no. it's just one that sticks in your mind.
1: Yep. Yep, definitely. Uh, <laughs> an anime character that gives you a uh, big panda energy.
2: Well, Panda's not a panda,
3: so let me find out. You think here?
2: An anime character that gives big panda energy.
1: I think she's talking about herself, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: it's got to be a. I would say
1: Ram from Rezero. Mm. Not Ram, Ram. A hundred percent Ram. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was gold! You just put that one out of your ass, and that worked.
2: <laughs> hey no I was I was thinking I had to think about it cause Ram cause that will beat your real ass real well but you know
1: that's a good one dude holy shit that's a good one <laughs> that's funny alright <laughs> <laughs> that's real good that is that's it okay Abe says let's cause chaos tell pick an anime power that you would like to wield nin devil fruit ex- stand etc be specific same to you Polo so i'm choosing
2: like i said before i'm choosing a stand and um it is going to be called uh <clears throat> we're we gonna do this time we're gonna, we're gonna call it till i die because um, the stands are all based off of music and it's gonna be that i can't actually the closer i get to death the stronger i get so the more you hurt me the stronger i actually get mm. It's so gonna be called
1: Till I Die. Okay. Uh, I
3: don't
2: know. I don't know. <laughs> so I win by default. <laughs> I, saw, I saw this question. He said, now in, the,
1: now in the best uh, five fight, which one would win with your chosen abilities? He would. Pablo doesn't know. Abe. I don't I'm sorry. Know, bro. I don't know.
2: I'm sorry. I, I win. Hmm. I don't know man.
3: He, he tried. I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> that's it for the questions. <laughs> uh I think it's my turn to read to get to know my check waifu, waifu, right? Let's do it. Random number generator. Was it was it 80 something left? Oh yeah, I read last week, but last week didn't ever happen, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is the part where we get to know my check wife waifu, or one of us rolls a random number generator and we read the question associated with that number. Tell what you got for me. Well, how many questions is it? Oh, sorry. Uh, 82. 83. I thought it was 83. 64. Um, if you can go back in time and change one thing, what would it be? If I could go back in time and change one thing,
2: I I think I would I would not go to college. That's what I what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could go back in time and change one thing, it'll
3: be
1: shit, man. Everything that's been done to me actually helped me a lot, except for most recent stuff. But we're gonna talk about that. Um. Yes. <laughs> Uh I would've played football. Like you'd have been a a bomb ass like running back. I know. I would have went further with football. I didn't take it seriously at all when I was younger.
3: I wish I would have. All right. I like that. Polo on the football team.
1: We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, um we're gonna talk Attack on Titans final chapter again. Our thoughts, our overall thoughts on the series in general. We also gonna talk spoilers for Tokyo Revengers and My Hero Academia. The last two episodes. We'll be right back right after
3: this. Bye.
1: Welcome back to episode 96, the redo of episode 96, brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com, patreon.com slash mycheckwaifu, <coughs> Uh, We are back to discuss some spoilers, spoilers being for my hero, Vivi, Tokyo Revengers, and the final chapter of uh Dragon Titan. Now, maybe we sh- maybe you are on to something. Maybe we should start off with, with something else and then end on Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah. because... Yeah, you know. you're right. You Good point. Let's start off with... Can we start off with Vivi
2: then? Please, let's start off with Vivi.
1: Okay, talk to me um, about Vivi. Vivi is is one of the ones that we are super bullish on because it came from the writers of, uh, of ReZero. The studio that is animating it is which studio until has a piece of paper in his hand. So I'm extremely curious as to what the fuck is going on here.
2: <laughs> um, I would like to say that the sound design for Vivi is Incredible. currently in my book. It's like, I'm gonna get, I'm saying in my mind, it's a 10, but it's, it's very hard. And I'm, the only reason I say this right now, and it could be, it could be like, not that good. And I'd have to go back and rewatch it. the, I loved the voice acting in this episode specifically. Fire um, when uh, she got corrupted by the virus, and you hear like the voice stuttering, and they put in like the filter over it to make it sound mm-hmm. like a robot was like. St- I was like,
1: what? yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> I was, like, that Let's was special. Go. Not, only, not only that, the animation, bro. Wit is wit is quickly becoming one of my favorite fucking studios. Because I love the way they fucking differentiate, like, the human texture to the AI texture when it comes to, like, that part of it. But not only that, the fucking fight, man, was some of the smoothest shit I've seen since JJK. Yeah, it was good. The angles were on point. On point, man. On point. You know I was going to go there next. Them angles was crazy.
2: Yeah, that that was a surprise. Because they did some fighting in the previous episode yeah,
1: but she didn't have that combat download last time
2: yeah well she had yeah it wasn't that one she had like a weaker one like yeah. not this good one this one you know you can see like she was like her, she had electricity flowing from her body yep. and she was like she had the hands ready yep. and she goes in and she's like throwing punches and she like moving and weaving and she do the slide dive and I'm yep. just like what Bro.
1: Vivi crazy it's so oh, good man I love and how they, they are they don't give a fuck about body and people or AI like almost instantly.
2: The, uh, I do find it interesting though. Like, cause the perspective of the AI, right? Like we knew, and they told us this in the previous episode that like, um, Estella, (laughs) that she was a twin AI. We knew that. And it was like, I feel stupid for not putting it together that, the twin was the it one was the, the twin was the one doing it. Right. Yep. And that, that really should have been something that like we put together because we know that they're trying to solve the problems and everything. But I do like kind of like how they delivered it, where like the AI, even though she is an AI, her feelings about being rejected and left were serious. Like those were real feelings that mm-hmm. an AI felt. Um, and that she was given a mission and she accepted that mission. Cause that's all AI knows that, yep. yeah, they, they have their own minds and they can make their own reasoning, but her mission was to serve him. And that's what she went through with. And I could be mad at that. It, yeah. felt, it felt like she wasn't necessarily doing the wrong thing, even though that's what she was told to do. Mm-hmm. But like, I just kind of loved it. It was just, it, it felt almost like, uh, I don't know, like I almost felt for her yeah. in that scenario.
1: We also have to keep in perspective that it's fifteen years further than where it was two episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Right? So, like they're going to span a hundred year span essentially. But in pieces, they're gonna try to do the the events, try to prevent the events from previous uh you know, Uh, moments in history. Yeah, Yeah, previous moments in history that led up to the event of a hundred years in the future where the AI has killed all the humans. Now, Understanding that you can quickly see how fast these AI are, are evolve, evolving. Just in that fifteen-year span, you got the twins, Estella and and, and uh, Elizabeth, which and, are actually supposed to be like her little sisters, right? And then all the AI that was also on board that that um that vessel and the terrorists. Their method is to get them to un- denounce AIs, right? It's so fucking crazy to me to think about how this is playing out because with Vivi stopping them from doing all these things that they stopping the, the terrorists from essentially turning the world against the AIs is going to prevent the AIs from killing the humans. That's so, that's such a weird concept to think about. Like
3: yeah.
1: what the terrorists is doing is essentially trying to prevent what's going to happen a hundred years from now. But because they do that, it actually caused what happens a hundred years from now.
2: So that, that's cause and effect. That's how some things happen, right? Like yeah. if the, the only way they could have stopped this, is if they had never created AI in the first place, right? right? Right. But because they're trying to limit the AI in such a capacity, it basically puts the AI in a position where they have to defend themselves. And one of the classic things that we always see in most of these like scenarios is that AI deem humans dangerous to themselves so what do they do they subdue them and that's how we get to this point so like yeah
1: (laughs) it's it's, it's a fucking weird situation when you think about it man because you gotta think like what the terrorist is doing is essentially the right thing you would think that's why I'm a little and then again taking into consideration that the writer of fucking ReZero is writing this shit I'm kind of thinking what that they don't
2: trick us at the Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what the support
1: AI is really doing is helping this come to fruition because the terrorist actually stops that from happening. I don't know. That's just my 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 prediction.
2: I don't I don't think you're wrong for thinking that because the terrorist the, the support AI is very suspect. Very it it's been suspect since episode one and I I love how and, and I think I think that Vivi's done the right thing, mm-hmm. even though like because the A.I. is just saying straight up do this. Right. Like there's no interference, no second thought, just no do way around this. it. Yep. And Vivi is like, no, we need to find alternative methods. Right. Because mm-hmm. they just want to kill Estella right off the bat. If right. they had done that, the, the whole thing would have still happened. It would have
1: happened probably even more so because then they wouldn't have a Estella to actually burn up the ship in the atmosphere. Or stop Elizabeth. Yep. Yep. So. Ugh, it's such a good fucking show, man. I, this is
2: this is why we like good writing. Because you never know with all the different layers they add on. And this is going to go over so many people's heads. This 100%. Is gonna be, this <laughs> like, is going to be one of the series, like and Lost in Space, where it came out of nowhere, it was too good, and no one paid attention to it.
1: Yeah. What, what kills me is that looking on our timeline and seeing people... Uh, our guy of all people, our homie. Uh essentially not like I don't know if he'd not like it or like it. I don't the ReZero discussion that that kind of had me I had to like Who? Uh mirror you <laughs> sure I get his name right. He he's he's saying that ReZero was just it was too much going on, essentially.
2: Oh, I remember I remember what you're talking about now yeah <laughs> yeah um shay narrow yeah Shaq. yeah i, I get ad? it it's it's shay narrow oh, okay yeah 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 um i get it though you know i get why people feel that way but i don't agree with that in any I way because i love either. the show i love the show in its entirety and i feel like <sighs> I feel like once you get past the first episode, everything just makes more and more sense. Yes. And then they hit you with stuff that, you know, it all pans out or, or develops more. Yes. And I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I'm not a, the only thing I would say I don't understand is the people who hate
1: Subaru. Like, yeah. how do you dislike Subaru? That does, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. To me. That gets to me too. He's one of the best characters too of all time. Probably two or three, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's so good. Um, probably two or three, and he's not three. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's 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 that was that was tough. But Vivi is 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 real good. I'm enjoying it a lot. Yes. It is. Didn't think I was gonna enjoy it as much until I figured out who was writing it. To be honest,
2: <laughs> well, it's hard to know sometimes, you know. But we know we like that writing style.
1: Yeah, and after that first episode, I got, I had to figure out who. Once I figured out who, I was like fucking makes sense because <laughs> I was enthralled I was enthralled good writing is important so uh, we jumped on Tokyo Revengers yes alright
2: talk about good writing
1: yes this one was super interesting too mhm mhm um, for those of I you always- who aren't aware of Tokyo Revengers it's, about a, it's essentially uh, erased but different
3: yeah um more control, yeah, way more control
2: uh, the second episode, it makes me feel like I know our dude's gonna get beat up, but <laughs> yeah yeah ca- catch hands again, uh, but I also think that, um, he is done playing playing games, right? Yes. like he's finally tired of the bullshit. And I love that energy. I love mm-hmm. it. Like He's like, alright, I know that I'm a kid, but I have all this knowledge. I have to figure out how to make this shit shake. I have to figure out how to make sure that uh, what the hell is her name? Hana. Yep. Doesn't die. Or Hina. Hina, yeah. You got to make sure she doesn't die. So what do I do to prevent this? And uh, Naoto, love him. Yep. he right off the bat look it's been 12 years uh, we're gonna make sure you don't get this messed up we're gonna make sure this is working right and i, I like i like that putting on information in them. the character planned ever since he was a, a minor come on man yeah yeah got got here
1: yeah well, it, super interesting what i didn't like about it was the four minute start of recap basically i hated that that pissed me off <laughs> I agree because we, we didn't need to recap. Yeah. We didn't need to recap. It was one episode. You just, and it was it literally, I, while well, looked at the time as soon as it was over, it was four minutes long. Um, What didn't need to be, it did, definitely didn't need to be. So that part got to me a little bit because then that means that the episode was going to be cut short, which obviously it was. Um, And it cut short at a very opportune time. But like you said, he, he got his ass beat these first two episodes just to, now I feel like it's going to become what we think he's going to become. And that's somebody who's using the, his future knowledge as a essentially a power to help mm-hmm. save lives, hopefully. Now, what I don't understand is when you look at the art, now it's not 100% like that, um, per se, the sign. But it looks a lot like the Nazi symbol on the on the manga cover. <laughs> so I wonder if he's like starting is going to start a gang that uh is to save people you know what I mean now
2: yeah now you do I mean I I think you know but the Tokyo Avengers uh that that swastika in general is
1: it's the way it is turned but
2: yeah the swastika is not exactly that was a was a a sign of peace yeah it was supposed to be a good sign actually uh yeah. Remember that but, one from you know,
1: history class.
2: Yeah, but you know how how that works out is like it just still looks people, because all of the how way wrong. we know the history is, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, History makes us know that it's gonna be wrong. But I'm I'm gonna take it with a grain of salt and look at this like they're gonna do try and do the right thing here. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, hundred percent. I like I like the yeah. little outfits too in the in the uh, yeah the, the like colorway is is smooth yeah yeah I, all I know is it's I'm looking forward to this fucking show continuing this is another great one that quickly grew to the top of my list for this uh, season of anime for sure uh I didn't,
2: yeah I'm, I, I'm willing to bet they don't even put that Swastika in the oh, anime I guarantee
1: it guarantee it. it's just too similar and again I know it's not the same I know. Personally, but it just look too similar, so they're definitely not gonna do that in anime. It's probably gonna be a different symbol for sure.
2: Yeah, cause you can see they got the black suits on and they already like got like letters on them instead of like Yeah. The red on them. Yep.
1: Which is cool. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Uh let's talk about my hero. So last All week, right. um, on the the OG ninety six, I talked about how I hated this episode. And not because of the episode being bad. It's just because the way my hero do shit mm-hmm. when it comes to introducing characters, which they still did in this one. But I'm going to talk about the previous one before that. I hated the previous one before this one because they spent 16 minutes of the show talking about the vestiges vestiges. I'm talking about episode 2 They spent 15 mm-hmm. minutes talking about that. And then they spent the rest of it introducing class B. They literally said every class B fucking person's name and their cork, which is fucking annoying. I hate Mm -hmm. when they do that shit because they literally fluff the episode. Fluffing episodes irritates me more than anything (laughs) (laughs) because I had the idea, like, if you're going to do this, do this during the fight, which they still Mm -hmm. end up fucking doing anyway. Like they still end up telling us what Beast cork is. They still end up telling us what the other guy's cork was, the scale dude. Like, you already did that the previous episode, but you're gonna do it again, again. So you might as well have done this <laughs> instead of the fucking introduction to Class B, which fucking annoyed right. the shit out of me. But but this episode was great. I love the way it played out. This most recent one that is, not the one before this. Yeah. I hated the one before this.
2: One. So this episode is one of those things where I was talking about how, like, the manga delivery was entirely different, right? And the reason this episode to me, so I, there were parts of this episode I really liked, parts of the episode I didn't like. In the manga, they didn't do the whole recap of the powers thing. But what they didn't do in the manga is kind of show every bit of how the battle went down, you know? Mm. Like, yeah, they had to go find Shinzo in the building, hiding behind the pipes and everything, using the pipes echo. Um, they didn't really explain that as well as like how they like how they did it in the manga where they were showing like a little bit more details of beast like trying to find them and couldn't find them. Um, which I'm cool with that. But I also really liked how they showed them pulling the pipe down, hitting him over the head, and the whole the whole like setup was just better in the manga because they were able to add that extra detail. So this is actually one of those chapters I would say like in the manga probably wasn't as good because it didn't have the extra detail that the anime has
1: mm. interesting yeah this fucking this episode was fire I, I love uh, Atsui, dude she's so fucking <laughs> <I'm, good. laughs>
2: she's so I, good yeah um, I mean she's dope
1: she's like one of my favorite heroes in this entire show
2: I mean, I think it's it's reasonable. Most people feel that same way, bro.
1: She's so fucking good. Like, she's so quick on her feet, smart. Like, I just just enjoy her character. She's been like that since the fucking beginning, too. And that's what I love, too. The consistency with her character is awesome.
2: It also shows, like, the deviation between some characters, right? Like, some characters are taking this super serious. Like how Shinzo was like, I'm 12 steps behind you already. Like I'm dozens. He didn't say 12. I'm like dozens of steps behind y'all. But to them, like he's taking this so serious that like to them, they're like, you're not that far behind, you Mm -hmm. know, if at all. And to think about it with his quirk, it is super hard to use when everyone already knows what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody knows what his quirk is. And yet he can still make people panic with it. Like I thought about the versatility of it, right? he used the quirk in there to make dude think that he was talking. And once he like heard the dude, his actual ally talking from behind him, he was like, Oh yeah, I won't speak or respond to that. Like he's trying to trick me. And no, you really need to respond sometimes, bro. Like, (laughs) like just he, you can't rely on communication anymore when you have somebody like that around. And you think about that, how vital communication can be. It's the most vital. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, he literally cut off all communication. And to me, that was just amazing. That's like, what
1: helped him win that fight.
2: It, it was so subtle. It wasn't it wasn't a huge thing. Just the fact that you can't talk to your teammates is ridiculous.
1: Yep, And that, I love watching Midori's like, thought process when he was watching it, too. How uh, he mm-hmm. felt about it. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, I t- they might win this. And I, I just fucking, I just, I can't, I hope... That discontinues at this pace to where they go just go to the next fight and then it's the whole fight of the episode. Like, keep this pace up, please, please. I want to love my hero. I just I like it.
2: You, there there's gonna be one episode that's gonna be super fast based off how it was in the manga. Because in the manga there's an episode of the fight that was like, it's over. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. because because
1: A was better or B was better
2: or whatever. Yes. I yeah. can I don't really want to. I don't really want to tell it, but you know. I got you. There's some, some people in the show who just can't take a take it
1: easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably Bakugo.
0: <laughs>
1: who knows, though? Who knows? All right, let's uh, let's go to um, was it Attack on Titan? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Let's do that. All right. So we've done this once before. Yes. Where we gave our our opinions on the final chapter of attack
1: on Titan. Yeah. Uh, I guess since we had a little bit of time for it to settle, how do you feel?
2: So like, like I think I said before, um, I'm not, I'm not so bothered by the end of attack on Titan. What, what bothers me the most is how they were received by uh, by the world mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I think Aaron did what was necessary um, I don't understand really why it was in Mikasa's hands like why Mikasa was the one that Ymir was looking after or looking for yeah to do but, this yeah but I do get like you know Aaron. he saw the present the past and the future right like that's just what the powers you know allowed him to do mm-hmm. and he made a decision to kind of like align the world right so he obviously he knew what the outcome was going to be right? right he knew that he wasn't going to be alive anymore he knew what was going to happen but uh i i it still bothers me strongly that you know the world like what i personally thought would have been dope is if instead of instead of entirely getting rid of let's say and I mean, yeah, get rid of the Titan powers. But I would say instead of getting rid of them entirely, just make it so like uh if there are still Titans that each country or continent can only have one Titan. Something like I don't know. I, no. I don't really know how to justify it so like the world could be could be
1: not so threatened by each other. No. But he
2: did he eliminated
1: eighty percent of the world. Yeah, eighty percent so. of eighty percent of the globe was, was gone after the rumbling. I don't there what he did but was he didn't,
2: he didn't delete the military powers which is I, I
1: guess the worst part of it they've already done that though when they essentially saved Aaron because didn't the Marlins had the the biggest military that there was right like they had a million a million some soldiers or whatever they said regardless yeah. I think him getting rid of the Titans was the best part about the whole fucking thing Um, that yeah. shit because that was the ultimate goal he said that from episode one that he's going to get rid of them all he's going to kill them all um and that's cool but and i love that too yeah i love that too I but my problem with with this and this is just a personal thing for me and i said this last time we talked about this i just don't care uh i didn't get emotional not once reading this um or even watching the show i guess the only time i did get emotional was during Irwin's speech uh but I think it's because of the way I watched it too. There were so many gaps between seasons of Attack on Titan that I forgot a lot about a lot of people, about a lot of what ha- a lot of what happened. But then when I became consistent again, this final season, and then went straight to reading it, I still just didn't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care about the characters of Attack on Titan. Period. Yeah. Nobody. But I do love the story. I like the story a lot. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't find myself carrying at the very very end like the time skip I think was probably the worst part about the end um, because I feel like they could have done more with that but it still wasn't yeah. bad for me Um, I just again me personally just don't care about the characters of Attack on Titan uh, now does what does the show do for me as far as it's great ability it's a great show it will forever be a great show great manga great series because the story is fantastic Mm -hmm. um it really is but it used to either be in my top 10 or on the cusp of my top 10 it's no longer there uh i just don't like it as much as i as i
3: I thought it's cool love the story i
2: mean it was just that makes sense I can, I can get, I can get behind that because like, I do believe that after it finished and I I don't, I don't understand why people are still putting, you know, like the comparison between that and full metal alchemist no, together. No, but I will say, yes, I get why it might be someone's top 10. And I even yeah, get why totally Aaron Yeager may be in your top five. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause Aaron Yeager, I think is an amazing character with his development from the beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved seeing his like vulnerability in the end, that he still was a vulnerable teenager who never got to experience many of the things that he wanted to experience. He wanted right. his freedom and he never got to really, he had to experience freedom in a different manner. Right. He had to experience freedom in the terms of like, I have to do what I have to do to, you know, make my people free. Yeah. And That's I, part of the story I, I love. appreciate that yeah i appreciate that as a character and i think aaron is like i said by far one of the reasons that i enjoy the show so much and why the aaron's one of the only reasons i, I don't i didn't want the show to end but knew he, he had to be the the catalyst for the show to end mm-hmm. um because we, we grew with that dude but right. um definitely it is never going to be in my top 10
1: <laughs> no it's just it's a it's again a great show i get why people love it not my favorite not my favorite and the ending was I'm glad it ended the way it did like it was closure and I felt good about that but I guarantee Uh you I'm gonna forget about this whole thing until (sighs) until it's time to watch it and then I'm probably not even gonna watch it because I already read it but I might have to watch it because I you know I have this podcast so
2: (laughs) yeah we might as well go ahead and rate it if if it's available
1: yeah exactly (laughs) uh yeah not a lot of people gonna like that take I don't care <laughs> but I think I think a lot of people gonna rock with us on that no they won't cause not me cause they, they <laughs> just love this show so much I don't know I don't know or though. this we anime know. or this series I gotta remember it's not the show it's it's the manga
2: like I said I, I, I love Aaron Yeager the rest it's of that it. shit is, is mad decent it's just I mad like decent man it.
1: it's just like mad Mikasa decent it. That's a good That's a good explanation.
2: Armin was not the best of the three.
1: No. <laughs> and Mikasa was dry as hell too to me. Yeah, she she
2: did. She got, I guess, drier towards the end. It was like... Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was that about? I mean, I guess it was... I mean, I guess Prima? we can also think about the depression setting in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. And having to come to the realization. But Mikasa was always kind of like not super vocal in the first place but she did have different like levels of happiness right and she kind of returned to that a little bit at the end like where she was at Aaron's grave she had a little smile going on but it wasn't like if she didn't really like evolve as a character at all
1: <laughs> at all it was all just dry she was super dry um alright let's uh let's wrap this thing up
2: alright so as y'all know, we just finished talking about Attack on Titan and its ending. Um, we've obviously talked about this before, but, you know, shows, episodes get deleted. My Hero Academia. Polo, really liked this episode. I appreciate that. Are you, Polo? Real good. Uh, Tokyo Revengers. We both loving that. Uh, goodness gracious. That show's a banger. Um, Vivi huh, with studios at Back at It Again. Um, Great writer. This is a, one one of those sleepers. Yes, sir. Um, we also got to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, what was that? What was your. Going back. If in you time. had to go back in time, what would you redo or undo? Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I read Way of a House Husband, loved it. Um, we also talked about Overgeared, had some great questions from t- um, Twitter. Polo, what was that called? Nagatiro? Yes yeah Naga's Hero uh, don't don't watch it or watch it I don't know Polo Polo how, what's your word on that one I'm gonna watch it but I don't know why I'm watching it we also had some great questions like what's the most over underrated anime we also talked about Seven Nights and why is it receiving all the hate it is we don't know why uh, Haji Hero Polo watched that and he he's liking it loving it, it. Uh, yeah I'm watching Shadows House Slice of Life Supernatural Horror Series we're gonna see how that goes hopefully Polo pick it up and Eden zero, I gotta pick that up because Please I do. know I'm not Please gonna do. like it. Please do. Please it. do. Because you you gotta watch something even if it's bad. Yeah yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. But also, once again, we are sorry for the redo. Um, we missed last week. It's our first time. We ain't missing again ever. Uh, Mike, check wife who wife who is back to show y'all all the love that we always do. And that has been episode 96 redo.
1: I am at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu, Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike check. Check.
2: It's like that echo got cleaner too, bro. It's like that echo is clean as fuck. Look at, look at you.
3: <laughs> You're now tuned
0: into Mike Check, check White 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 White. White. Oh,